paint a picture for you, friend. Like right now, pretend I'm holding a paintbrush and a canvas. And I want you to imagine me placing pieces of paint, everything from like rust colors and whites and browns and deep dark greens. And then as I paint this picture, I want you to start realizing that this picture that I'm painting, it's like a time, it's a moment in your life. And then I'm going to turn to you and I'm going to say, and or ask, wasn't there a time in your life where you dreamed of being in the place you are right now? Like you saw yourself contented or maybe like just downright ecstatic with everything you currently have now. Now I'm not saying it looks exactly how you imagined it. Like maybe you thought you were going to be marrying McDreamy, okay? And it was kind of like almost there, not quite, but still you like that person. Or perhaps you thought you were going to marry the next Sophia Vergara and she turned into, I'm here and I'm washing your socks and your dishes and your baby and I still love you, take me out on a date. And you're like, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm really cool with that. Like, right? It might not look exactly as you imagined, but like, hmm, you did imagine this. You imagine like this big, wild, audacious moment or moments in your life. And then against all odds, it ended up coming to fruition. Maybe you married somebody that you just really dig. Maybe you don't have any kids because that's exactly how you envisioned your life. Or maybe you have kids because that's how you envisioned your life. Maybe you're very fortunate to have the paycheck that you thought you wanted. And maybe you're really thankful for this like side hustle that keeps you up late at night, but that you really stink and love it. Maybe just maybe you own a car that you never thought you would own as a kid. You did it. Congratulations. Like you reached a summit. Maybe if you take the time, you look back and be like, wow, this was things that I wished for that I wasn't sure I could actually have. And yet. So I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lift the paintbrush off the canvas. And then I'm going to ask you whether the feeling of euphoria doesn't always accompany where you are right now. Instead, you might find yourself wondering why this painting, this moment doesn't feel like enough. The thing that you wanted still doesn't feel like enough. Like, I'm going to ask you another question. Does that sound familiar? Do you struggle with wanting more while simultaneously wanting to be satisfied with everything you already have? Like, let's talk about that dichotomy, right? Like, I want, I want, I want. Oh, but look at I have, I have, I have. But it is not enough. Like, I don't know why that voice came out, but that's just the voice I hear in my head. And then I have to understand there is the dichotomy, two warring sides of wanting more aspirationally and then taking the time to take a step back. And I have been there. I have been there way too many times. But as a result of repeating that process, I'm acutely aware of seeing it in others. But what if I told you that there were two sides of the same coin? Grittiness and gratitude doesn't have to work in opposition to each other. They actually belong side by side. You know those moments of late nights or early mornings or times where you say you're not going to happy hour or the time that you decide you're not going to join the softball league that year. Like that grit doesn't mean that you're not walking in a moment of like, wow, the gratitude of being able to make that decision. That's when the grittiness and gratitude belong side by side. Because if you're not satisfied with what you have now, what you want in the future isn't going to satisfy you either. 
If we are not happy and thankful for this now, which was once the thing that we thought we truly wanted, we're going to be living in a hamster wheel of not enough, never enough. When will it be? So expressing desire for what you want after being appreciative of what you have today will prevent you from running in circles. The beauty of development is this constant state of growth. Now, I am not saying that this idea of grittiness or this quote unquote hustle, and I don't mean the hustle like burn yourself out, run yourself into the ground, don't sleep at all, like work, work, work. I'm not saying that, but there is moments in your business, like let's just call it out for what it is, that requires us to dig much deeper and work at a different level to get the thing that we want. Now, I am here to tell you that that level of hustle, that level of grit, it doesn't last forever. But what you will also hear me say is that the discipline and the work ethic that you develop in those times, that will. Discipline and work ethic will be a part of you running a successful business. Be it a side hustle, be a multi-eight or nine-figure business. It's the discipline and the work ethic. Now, I know some people may disagree with me. But I'm going to tell you, I don't want to grind until the grave. I actually feel like I should get that like on a t-shirt or on a bumper sticker. I don't want to grind until the grave. But let me just be very clear. I am okay with the grind. I am okay that right now, just this very morning, I woke up at 4.30 so I could get a few hours of just silent alone time with my husband sleeping and my baby sleeping. I had some time to get a workout in. I do these things because I believe that discipline and work ethic are going to be things that are going to stick with me for the rest of my life as I continue to build businesses. I have this conversation with my husband just last week. This is not even my notes. I'm going on a little bit of detour because I want to make sure that I don't have notes to keep me tethered to a track. I have notes to keep me continuously valuing your time. But if I see a story or I think of something, I'm like, oh, skirt, we need to go off track a little bit. Okay, get on board. Choo, choo. The Jasmine Caboose is taking off. I had this conversation with my husband and he's just like, yeah, well, you know, when we retire and then he said this age and I was like, oh, snap. Like, really? Like, that's when we're retiring? And he's like, yeah, but you, you don't see it that way? And I'm like, no, I actually don't. And he's like, well, well, well what do you see? He's like, I, I don't really see us like working when, you know, we're 60. And I'm like, I do. Do I think that we're going to be working or I, I can't speak for him. Do I think I'm going to be working in the capacity that I am working now? Heck no. Heck no. I better not be. I better not be. Because what I'm digging deep for now, this level of work ethic, this level of quote unquote grind or grittiness is setting me up so that when I am 60, that I can still choose to do the work based on the discipline and based on the work ethic, that my discipline and work ethic will empower me to work at a higher level without the grind. Why? I've laid a good foundation. Now, as a result of that, I'm here to say I don't want to grind until the grave. However, I also believe that I am starting a business that if and when, you are starting a business, if or when you or I have a massive opportunity, or if and or when you or I make a pivot, there is a level of growth and grind as you learn something new. And right now at the point of this recording, I am learning a lot of things new. As a result of doing things new, I must do things different. It requires me to make sacrifices on a personal level, 
and on a professional level. And I'm willing to do it because I believe that the foundation is what's going to set me free in the future. Will you or I always have to push and strive as hard? No, because the more you do something, the easier it becomes. The more you do something, you build better systems. The more you do something, the more you get that time back. So let's say, for example, you have a goal to have a million dollar business. When you reach that goal and it functions like a well-oiled machine, you could take a big step back from your business. You could hire additional team members or maybe virtual assistants and you could have a four-hour work week. We know those exist. And if that is what you want, I will clap that dream up. Hot dang, that's amazing. And if you're the kind of person whose dreams continue to expand with each passing year, guess what? I'm going to clap that up too. We're not all created the same. So regardless of the path you choose, gratitude is the antidote to the endless desire and envy. I feel like I need to say that again. Gratitude is the antidote to endless desire and envy. Because even if you pursue that million dollar business where you could take a step back and you're only working four hours a week, that desire and envy, it still exists in that business structure. If you are the person who's constantly iterating and grow, 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 push, 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 guess what? Desire and envy is still part of that structure. What is going to be the antidote to have us focus on the things that truly matter? Gratitude. Gratitude will keep us grounded. Gratitude is what's going to temper our external desires and focus on internal satisfaction. Because at the end of the day, how many cars can you drive? How many houses can you live in? When I think of gratitude, the thing that I always go back to is not my zip code. It's the fact that I can pick up the phone and call my mom. It's the fact that I could text my dad a silly meme and he'll come back with something terrible dad humor joke. That's gratitude. The fact that I could pick up the phone and call my sisters or write them a note. The fact that I could scoop up my daughter and nuzzle my nose in her neck. The fact that I can open my refrigerator and have LaCroix water. The fact that I could put gas in my car. The fact that I could turn off the air conditioner, turn on the heater. The fact that I can walk in and unfold four or five different sweatshirts that I absolutely love and live in. The fact that I can be happy with a few pairs of jeans in my closet instead of 27. Can I afford 27 pairs of designer jeans? Maybe, but why? I don't need a label. I don't need a zip code. I don't need commas and zeros in my bank account to be filled with gratitude because everything I am grateful for does not come with the freaking price tag. How do you value health? How do you value satisfaction? How do you value a healthy relationship with your family? That is what I'm grateful for. And that's going to be the thing that really tempers desire and envy. And that is exactly what I want for you. So if you are kind of here and you're like, that's cool for you, but like, I'm not there. I don't know how to dig deep. I don't know how to immediately find out because what I think is Jasmine is I got bills to pay. I got college debt to get under. I don't have a good relationship with any of my parents. Okay, everybody has their own thing. And I'm not saying that I'm walking through Candyland. I'm not. But my recommendation to help me get me grounded every day is I start each day with a gratitude list. Now, people typically hear that and they're like, Jasmine, 
when am I gonna find time to make a list? Like, come on. Like, I ain't got time to like brush my teeth most mornings. When do I have time to make a list? Listen. I'm going to come out and I'm going to say something that was told to me. You have time when you make time. Like every day, I just spend five minutes thinking of small things I'm thankful for. And I think you could do that. I think you could spend five minutes and just write things you're thankful for. You could get as basic as an electric toothbrush, your fridge filled with food, the ability to pick up the phone, the ability to use your hands. The ability to blink your eyes, the ability to move your neck, the ability to pick up and call a friend or text somebody, the ability for to think of somebody in the past who helped you unexpectedly. I'm telling you, that kind of stuff is so super calibrating. Just making a list of things that we are not cognizant for. Friend, if you can turn on your faucet and cold water comes out, you are blessed. If you have random change in the center console of your car or stuck between the cushions of your couch, you are blessed. If you can walk into a grocery store and not have to count pennies when you transact at the end of it, you are blessed. Friend, focus on getting excited about doing more, but avoid getting overwhelmed by feeling grateful for how far you have come because you have come far. Even if you're not exactly where you want to be in your life or you're not exactly where you want to be in your business, think about where you were a year ago, five years ago. Think about where you were 10 years ago. When you think about where you were 10 years ago, can you just not pat yourself on the back and think, man, I've come really far and I do have something to be grateful for. I know this sounds cheesy, but I have to tell you, I am proud of you. I need you to hear me when I say this. I am so proud of all of the hard work you're doing. I see you. I believe in you and I'm proud of you. I don't want you to forget that because we do have the opportunity to connect. I do read comments. I do read DMs. I do connect with people in Clubhouse. And I hear and I see how hard people are working. And for people who have not had somebody in their life over the past 12 months, look at them and say, I'm really proud of you. Please hear it now. I am proud of you for doing however little you think it is and still continuing to show up. In this face of opposition, strife, stress, and on the counter opposite, those moments of joy and celebration and elation, I see you and I am proud of you. If you have this opportunity and you and I connected in a real way, nothing would mean more for me if you subscribe to the Jasmine Star Show because I want to continue conversations like this. I do truly love connecting with people. I love pushing you. Yes, I said pushing you because that's what a real friend does. I enjoy pushing you to be the best you can in your business. So I want you to let the light in. I want you to focus on cultivating practices of gratitude. And I want you to focus that a good business doesn't come from vanity metrics or a bomb website or analytics. It comes from the inside out. When you care about who you're serving, when you want to add value, and when you listen to their feedback, that, my friend, is the foundation of a good business. And I know you are capable of just 
that. I look forward to seeing you subscribe. I look forward and I really love reading those reviews. They mean the world to me and they're game changers, friend. I mean it. Have a beautiful day.